1: I want to get into the controversy because you're a doctor and you're around people who thinks this is this is garbage and that it doesn't deserve any further research and that this makes no sense whatsoever. And they're keeping women from getting this information. And I've been working 30 years just to get this information out and you know just to give women the choice and the knowledge. Now there's many studies that support the Brown Breast Cancer League shows that this is happening.
0: But I have the, to tell the, you that it's 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 challenging. I mean, I I have your book right because you know Patricia gave it to me and I read it and then I downloaded another paper that you wrote and reread that and I thought, oh my goodness, it's it's beyond a paradigm shift. Like this isn't this represents like an upheaval, right? In everything yes, yes, that we were taught and groomed and socialized to to do and to to embrace. So. Yes, let's talk about that. So you, you mentioned what you found. You mentioned Fiji, you mentioned the studies, and, and then, of course, you mentioned big corporations. So let's just say that, you know, we stand with you. So is what do we do? So is there a safe number of hours? Is there, there's no warning labels on bras saying, you know what, if you wear this for too many be. hours and it's too tight? Right, so what do we do and how can we get by and stay healthy?
1: well there's the micro answer to that and the macro answer the micro answer is in in your own life you just don't want to wear anything besides broad anything that leaves marks in your skin that's tight and and that's a problem because our our culture loves elastic but and, and we you know but the fact is elastic holds on by squeezing you so we, we are we need our skin is a soft tissue that needs circulation and we need to allow ourselves to be, uh, to to circulate. If we circulate, all of these chemical pollutants in our world are filtered out and metabolized away and eliminated using our liver and kidneys and and so forth. We know how to detox or we'd all be dead. The problem is if you constrict part of the body, you're cutting off that part of the body from circulation. And over time, it deteriorates. Circulate or deteriorate. And the bra, if you're going to wear, you shouldn't, first of all, what every woman should do, and I'm saying this with with a degree of experience because we're in the middle of a study on this, Yes. try going bra-free for at least one month. Okay. We are doing what's called the International Bra-Free Study. It's free. It's online at brafreestudy.org. And we have women just, we ask them to get rid of their bras, nothing constrictive. And let us know how you feel. It's a self-study. You're doing it yourself, on yourself. There's no risk. And I'll tell you what the results have been from women over 38 countries that we've been dealing, you know, just because it's online. And yes. the, what we've found is the bra affects just causes more than breast cancer. It, it is really, when, it's like shoes on feet. We, we wear, um, we, if you think about what our culture is like for shoes, Almost everybody who wears shoes, our feet are distorted. We have hammer toes and fungus, and the toes are squished together. You know, the shoes are narrowest in the front where the toes are, where they should be the widest. Then women have high heels. And I mean, it's crazy. We know we're killing ourselves with our feet. And yet, if you had a foot problem, and you went to a doctor, and they didn't ask you what kind of shoes you wear, you would think that they're missing the point. And usually they assume, well, you're going to wear shoes. Shoes do this to think. That's just the way it is. And unfortunately, they're thinking the same way with bras. But it doesn't have to be that there's no use for a bra. There is no use beyond fashion. Breasts do not need bras to support them artificially like the body was made with a flaw. And if women don't wear bras, what happens when they get rid of their bra, their breasts actually lift and tone. Now, it might not happen with a postmenopausal woman who's over 55. But if they're younger than, if they're if they're still like premenopausal, I could tell you this from our experience in our study and from studies that have been done. There was a French uh, sports physiologist who found this too. He's the one that popularized this. If you um, the, see the bras create, it's like putting your arm in a sling. Your ligaments are going to become atrophied and weakened because of the artificial external support. If you have your breasts in a sling bra holding them in a different up higher than they're supposed to be naturally on your breast, on your chest, then your internal suspensory ligaments are not going to get exercised. Especially you're doing this since puberty, they probably never developed properly. And by the way, the reason that early puberty is a risk factor for breast cancer is because the earlier, the younger a girl is when she hits puberty, what do they do in these cultures for puberty? You have a rite of passage where they get their first bra. So you're taking this girl at 10 or 11 with early puberty and putting a constrictive band around her developing breasts that are soft tissue, all right, and have to grow into a constrictive device. So that's an aside. That explains, by the way, that risk factor that it's not because of estrogen coming in earlier in their lives. Women have had estrogen forever, but breast cancer is an epidemic now where there are bras. It hasn't been an epidemic forever, although I will tell you from history, where there has been breast cancer, there have been co- in the culture, there were bra-constricted bra- devices. I mean, bras weren't just invented last century. They've constricted right. the breasts in a lot of times in history. And it always is associated with constriction. But, you know, it's, it's the problem is it's easy to solve. Stop wearing a bra and you'll see what effect it has on your body. And after a month, if you put back on the same bra you're wearing right now that you think is comfortable, You put that on after a month of not wearing it, and I guarantee you, you will say it's uncomfortable. We become used to the discomfort.
0: So it doesn't matter if it's underwire or super comfortable or just regular elastic if it fits. So it doesn't matter. It's any bra, any constriction, any elastic, any compression.
1: Yes. And I think that some bras are worse than others. I mean, in our book, Dressed to Kill, which describes our research in the U.S., we did a Fiji study after that, another time we went to Fiji. But we did a big study in the U.S., which is our 1991 to 93 bra and breast cancer study. And we interviewed over 5,000 women, about half of them had, had breast cancer. And we asked them about their past bra wearing behaviors. And that's how we tried finding out if there was any pattern here. And we found a huge pattern from our results. Bra free women have about the same risk as men for breast cancer. And the risk rises the tighter and longer the bra is worn. And, and to wear a bra, a woman who wears a 24 seven bra never takes mm. it off. And some of them do, a lot of them do that.
0: Uh, they That's think their breasts wear.
1: need it. They think they need it. And cause they've been sold like corsets were sold. You need a corset to keep your shape. You need this, the industry selling the products, but they have over a hundred times higher rate of breast cancer than a bra free woman. So we're talking about when you wear it over 12 hours a day, your rates really, good. How, how long a day do you want to constrict your breasts? now if if you're using an underwire bra that's designed to really push in with that underwire, I, I've been told by doctors that they've seen tumors right along that where that bra you know hits, and you're talking about compression that goes up the sides so it's going to interfere with the lymphatic drainage. It's not just below the breast that this is happening. Um, and it's so obvious to try on yourself. The second thing you're going to see right away, you're going to breathe easier without a band around your chest. Every woman who's gotten rid of a bra, they all say I could breathe easier. So you think about what that's doing to not be able to breathe properly. Third, and, and I didn't know this until I saw studies done in Southeast Asia. They do a lot on this in Japan and Korea. Uh, they find that the autonomic nervous system is actually impaired by wearing tight undergarments. That includes bras, and they tried this with bras, and they found that it slows digestion Wow, it it slows it it actually lengthens the menstrual cycle from thirty day normal to forty five days with the bra. They actually had women get rid of the bra and their cycle went down fifteen days.
0: Okay. Yes. Menstruation went from 45 to 30 days. So my question is with all of this data that you have, how did you control for Were there not other factors that could have contributed to long menstruations or some of the issues that some of these women were having, right? Because in doing studies, you have to control for certain factors. Of were course, you able to do that and, and, and draw the conclusions that you're drawing?
1: The conclusions that I'm drawing are coming from other people's studies where they controlled for those factors. The International Bra-Free Study is more of an anecdotal case study of people going without their bras and I'm collecting just data. It is by no means an epidemiological study. It's just meant to be anecdotal and allow people, women, an opportunity to try being bra free and see how it improves their bodies. It just so happens it's confirming the research that I've seen that that has said everything that I'm telling you about the autonomic nervous system and and also melatonin, uh, urinary melatonin goes down. So it actually affects melatonin secretion, having a tight garment around your chest. Isn't that strange? I'm trying to understand it. I see it in my group, and I've seen it in the research, and I can give you the studies if you want. Um, The the thing that I think what it is, is I think subconsciously our bodies know that when you have something tight on it, it's uncomfortable and unhealthy, and over time can really damage you. So we get a signal going to our subconscious saying, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but our conscious mind is saying, I got to wear this, ignore yeah. that. So we might be consciously ignoring the discomfort, but subconsciously on an autonomic nervous system level, we're responding to stress. And the responses that we're having are like stress type responses. So, or, you know, at least you see the mechanism that the body knows what's going on on an autonomic level. So it's the bras have a profound effect. And, you know, if you think about how many women are wearing the wrong size bra, 80%, yeah. 80% of how many women are wearing bras in this country? Would you guess 100 million, 80 million? 80% of 100 million is 80 million women. 80 million yeah. women are wearing the wrong size bra as I'm speaking. Now, if wearing the wrong size bra can cause back aches, which is research for everything I'm saying right now, independent of me. They cause backache, neckache, numbness and tingling down the arms because of the compression on the nerves from the straps digging in with the shoulder grooves. And think about how much pressure it takes to create permanent shoulder grooves in large-breasted women who would swear they need the bra for support falsely. And by elevating the bra and shifting that weight to their bodies in their chest and torso in ways that nature didn't didn't intend, it's going to impinge on nerves and impinge on blood vessels and all sorts of pro and the lymphatics. I mean, the first thing. So that's the problem. We're dealing with a fetish garment that deals so with breast. What?
0: Yeah. So wouldn't a breast reduction help with that? Um.
1: If a woman is large breasted, you know, that's an interesting question. There was a study in England where a hundred women went to a clinic for breast reduction because of pain and discomfort. You know what they did? They measured them and every single one was wearing too tight a bra. They gave them better fitted by means. I think that means no compression and they didn't need surgery.
0: So I don't,
1: yes, this is a big deal, but we're dealing with a multi-billion dollar bra industry. And let yeah. me explain the politics of a culturegenic disease, which you may or may not know, and the listeners may not know. Before the government or anybody can put a warning label on something like this, which should obviously exist, because bras are affecting physiology, they are basically a medical device if they're used as a constrictor. Did you know, by the way, as a parenthetically, they use tight bras to stop women from lactating. It actually can, uh, so that's, it's affecting physiology. And they also recommend it for fibrocystic breast disease, which is kind of strange because it's causing the problem. But they figure if the breasts are swelling, let's put a compression bra on them and keep it under control. So they already use bras as a physiological, as, as a therapeutic tool. So it's really a medical device. So why don't they list it as such? Why don't they warn? That's because the, before they can do something like that, there has to be medical consensus. And medical consensus is a very hard thing to achieve when you're dealing with a product that has a huge industry behind it and is willing to pay for research that supports their product. And they're willing to sue if anybody makes a claim that their product is causing cancer and there's not enough research to back it up. Now, I'm making the claim and they're not suing me because they don't want to make a big deal out of it and I'm little. But if I was the American Cancer Society, or the National Cancer Institute, and I was making a claim that there's studies that show bras are causing breast cancer. They're going to come back and say, wait a minute, there's not enough research. This is pseudoscience, blah, 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 because they don't want to be sued in class action lawsuits like the tobacco industry was. So when you're dealing with a culturogenic disease with a product caused by, that causes damage There's going to be studies that are going to be paid for by those invested in that product to try to prove the product is safe. The the elephant in the room, I mean, you're asking me the advice for women is simple. Test it on yourself and see how you feel. You'll have profound effects. If you think you need to dress differently, like wear a camisole because your nipples are showing, and if that's a cardinal sin, which our culture says it is, which is absurd, because men can show their nipples, but women can't. And it's absurd. And in many places, women are allowed to show their nipples because it's considered sexist and illegal to actually force women to have sexist clothing that like bras at work and every everywhere else. Women are winning lawsuits saying, I don't want to wear an uncomfortable bra anymore. And they, I, I know about these. Some of them contact me and Letting me know what's going on. You could see it in the news, in schools, and at work. They're standing up and saying, I don't, why should I feel uncomfortable and constrict my breasts and abroad, risk my health, simply because you have a problem looking at me, and men have a difficulty when they see a nipple through my shirt. I mean, I think we need to train men. We don't need to subordinate women. And that's the problem. Men are the problem. And women are just, but they're playing the game too, because they know that's the game. So they're going to do what they can. The micro answer is, None of this is going to matter on a big scale until we get the American Cancer Society to step up and admit the truth about this issue because they are lying.
0: Well, they why would they do that, though, Sid?
1: Oh, it's obvious why. Because what do you do when all the what do you do if you've been doing lung cancer research and you ignored cigarettes? What does it say about that research? Would you trust that research as a doctor, a lung cancer study that didn't even ask about? Cigarette use. Cigarettes. You'd say, that's ridiculous. It's useless. That happened. It happened last century. And until the 1950s right. and 60s, doctors were still selling cigarettes because we had a cigarette smoking culture. Tobacco was everywhere. It was thought good for you. It was like promoted. And it took... Over a 1,000 studies, I think it took 3,000 studies before the Surgeon General said smoking causes cancer. Why would it take so many studies? Mm. Two big reasons. Number one, it invalidates and embarrasses the entire medical establishment because their paradigm has ignored the number one factor affecting the breasts, which is the bra usage. We are not rats. We are not tissue culture. We are not any other animal that doesn't wear bras. Women's breasts are a cultural thing. They are informed and affected by the culture. And that's the biggest problem with modern medicine. It sees us as biological entities, which is why they do vivisection, because they think biology is biology, chemistry is chemistry. It might not work from animals to humans, but it's an approximation and it makes us feel good to do it for some reason. But the fact is, humans have culture and a breast is not the same as an udder on a cow, unless they're going to wear a constrictive bra. Bras change your physiology. Medicine never considers the effect of constrictive clothing on circulation. You talk to a toxicologist or anybody dealing with chemical contaminants in the body, they'll talk about how it gets in but they and how it gets out, but they'll never mention that if you wear something tight, it's going to impair that entire process. They never think of the effect of clothing on circulation, except they do after they give a woman a mastectomy for breast cancer or preventative breast cancer, and then they tell her to prevent lymphedema problems, don't wear a tight bra, because tight bras can cause lymphatic problems. Why can it cause a lymphatic problem after cancer but not before cancer? It seems to me if you're constricting the breast, you're constricting the breast. So medicine admits this, but they can't admit it because if they do, they're going to be sued. So, you know, by the lingerie industry, which threatened my publisher with a lawsuit when my book first came out. Oh, wow. They didn't want this out. They lied about my credentials to my publisher. They tried getting me dismissed. But then I found out I almost had a big, when my book first came out, we had a lot of publicity. I've been around the world on this for 30 years. Okay. My book first came out. I was going to be on Dateline NBC. The the book was actually um, my publisher sold advanced publication rights to the National Enquirer, which might have been a bad choice, but they were the only ones willing to take the risk and actually say this. And it was a big, big piece in the National Enquirer. Because right. of that, I got contacted by Dateline NBC that I didn't realize was wanting to basically make fun of this whole thing. But the, the, the producer who contacted me, interviewed me, we were talking. She then found out from a, a uh, Dr. Proctor, who is a medical historian, that the lymphatics were thought to cause cancer, like I've been telling you. And they understood. And he thought I'd need to be congratulated for being the lymph, bringing the lymphatics back into the cancer picture because they've been ignored. Just pull them out. I mean, modern medicine's idea of the lymphatics is that's how cancer spreads. Get rid of the lymph node. They're not thinking about how cancer starts by impairing lymphatic drainage. So they, they don't even get get that. So, uh, so then the Dateline story got killed after. By the way, she had fibrocystic breast disease. The producer had fibrocystic oh, wow. breasts. And she got rid of her bra because of what I was telling her. And okay. she told me her cysts went away over like several days of getting rid of the constriction.
0: So then, it's possible. Other than not oh, wearing yeah. a bra or throwing your bra, bra away, it is possible to undo the damage of having worn a bra for years. Well, if
1: you get rid of it, it yes, you know, some if you of them no longer reverse. wear it, right? Some were reversed, but I'm not sure how much. If you're if you're developing breasts into the pressure of a bra all your youth and you know adolescence, I'm not sure your lymphatics have developed properly. I think mm-hmm. when you look at an X-ray or mammogram of a woman who's worn a bra and you think that's a normal breast. You should be comparing it to a woman who's never worn a bra ever. That's a normal breast. That's never been compressed as opposed to what we think of as normal, which are like, if we did feet and we thought of the normal foot as a shoed foot and we had pictures of normal feet, x-rays of normal feet. Look how those bones are all bent and contorted. That's normal. No, that's from shoes. Well, that's the problem. We're ignoring this impact of tight clothing on body physiology and anatomy. So, they ended up killing the story. You know why? why? They, Dateline didn't do it. I, I was in a lot of other things, but Dateline killed it. She told me why, which was very nice of her to tell me. Yeah. You know, you know who runs Dateline was NBC at the time. Yeah. NBC is owned by General Electric. General okay. Electric is one of the biggest makers of mammography machines. And ah. she told me that the policy of Dateline, as opposed to 60 Minutes, where she had also worked, the policy of Dateline, was it cannot have any expose that could affect the financial interests of the parent company, GE. So they had to kill the story because of mammography. And that's the other reason why doctors don't want to admit this. They don't want women to think that if I get rid of my bra, my breasts are now feeling a lot better, no more pain, no more cysts, I don't need a mammogram. They're selling Mm. mammograms. They don't want you to think you don't need one. They want to keep you in fear. That's what this month is about, October. Breast cancer awareness, which means get worried about it and get your mammogram so we can detect your tumor once it appears and maybe even cause it with the x-rays because radiation to the breast is cumulative and is carcinogenic. So they're willing to do that annually or biannually or whatever and keep on irradiating your breast, looking for the tumor so it never prevents a tumor. It's early detecting, which means you got it, and maybe even early creating. So that's the medical model. So those are the reasons why medicine is ignoring this. It makes them look stupid. It makes them lose money. And they don't want lawsuits. So you know what happened? After knee-jerk responding to this, when my book first came out, the ACS, American Cancer Society, knee-jerk, that's nonsense. The National Cancer Institute, knee-jerk, that's nonsense. The National Cancer Institute follows the ACS. I mean, they're the same. So what happened? After years of the nonsense and my being out there, a miracle happened. I didn't know when I did my first study on this. I was looking at cancer. I didn't realize how much other stuff bras are causing and how much better women would feel when they get rid of them. Such as. And when women, well, I told you all the things. Their pain goes away, they breathe easier, their cysts go away, their breasts Mm -hmm. lift and tone, their digestion can improve, other problems go away there, and their self-esteem improves. They even said that. They feel better about themselves because they don't feel they need to hide behind a bra anymore, that they're inadequate in public without a bra. They actually feel proud of themselves and accepting body acceptance by getting rid of the bra. That's all happened. And we've experienced, I've seen that in all these results. So women got rid of their bra and they, to try it because they heard that and they said, I'm getting rid of this. And uh, some of them, some women were like, no way am I getting rid of my bra. I don't care if it causes cancer. I'm going to wear my bra because I can't go out without one, and that's the way I look, and I'm not going to look like a, like a terrible-looking woman with saggy breasts. That's some of the population. Some of the others are like, I'm health-conscious. It's gone because when the first thing they took off when they came home anyway was
0: their bra because it was so uncomfortable. You've been listening to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Sydney Ross Singer. There's so much more to learn. Stay tuned next week for the final part part three.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr.
0: Shirley Medeir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.